witches, and welcome back to the Basic Witch Podcast. I'm Shelby. I'm Jen. And we're your hosts. So today we're actually going to talk a little bit about the holiday that just passed in bulk. Now, I can't speak on others' behalf, and Jen, please feel free to jump in on this, but I learn and understand celebrations better when I understand the history of it. I think understanding the history and background of any kind of holiday and celebration is very important because you get to learn where it came from, how it started, and how everyone maybe does things differently, too. And you get to learn where each of the traditions come from. Like, there are certain traditions for Yule that if you learn the reasons behind a Christmas tree, you learn that that is a pagan tradition for Yule about bringing greenery into the home. It's more or less like there is a reason behind the tradition. I would also like to apologize if you hear my dog in the background. Um, Unfortunately, he is very displeased that he is not getting attention. Today, I would like to talk a little bit about the history of Imbolc, historical traditions, learning some new rituals for Imbolc, as well as talking about some of the things associated with the holiday. So I have done some digging into the history of Imbolc, and honestly, I find it very fascinating It started out as a pagan holiday celebrating the halfway point between the winter solstice and the summer equinox. And in the area that Imbolc originated, which was Ireland, uh, that happened to fall on February 1st until sundown February 2nd. This was a pre-Christian holiday and the earliest mentions of Imbolc were found in Irish literature from the 10th century. It is speculated that the holiday comes from the breeding cycles of sheep. However, that has not been proven. It is just speculated. It is also aligned with the first day of spring. From what I've learned, people in different areas will choose to celebrate the traditional dates of February 1st to the 2nd. However, some people will celebrate specifically the halfway point between the winter solstice and the summer equinox based off of where they live. In historical celebrations, Imbolc took the form of a festival honoring the goddess Brigid, who was invoked in fertility blessings, and that does make sense for spring. Uh, She also oversaw poetry, crafts, and prophecy. In these pre-Christian celebrations, observance of Imbolc started the eve of February 1st, and those who were celebrating and practicing Imbolc would prepare for a visit from Bridget by making effigies out of bundles of oats. During these celebrations, they would have bonfires to celebrate the coming of the warmer months and the fertility of the earth. They would have feasts as well during these festivals. Imbolc was a way to honor the earth and the ability to start to plant and grow herbs and crops. Now, like many pagan holidays and traditions, Christianity did take note and they developed their own celebrations. And they even started celebrating the goddess Brigid. 
However, they called her St. Bridget, and that was the creation of St. Bridget's Day. She became one of the Irish Catholic patron saints and was even believed to be friends with St. Patrick. With in bulk traditions and celebrations being celebrated by the Catholic Church, pagans had to turn more to private and personal celebrations. Now, in bulk is generally a very private and personal celebration for new birth and celebrating Bridget. However, if you do have a coven, many covens celebrate together. It has been more private over the years, and in bulk grew into a practice not only for pagans, but for Wiccans and other practicing witches as well. Today, the holiday serves as a reminder of the new life to come and to celebrate the return of the light and lengthening of the days. I really do love the fact that Imbolc is more of a light at the end of the tunnel, the end of winter, a slight beacon of hope that the warmer weather is coming and the darkness is slowly fading away. And I don't know about you, Jen, but I have looked more into the history. I know a little bit about some of the more modern traditions, but I think most of what I did was the historical side of it. I feel like I got both a bit of historical and also traditional, um, but you've covered a lot of basically what it is and where it came from. As uh, you mentioned earlier, it is a time for the light coming back and the lightening of days. And it's also like a time for rebirth and healing, which has a lot to do with Bridget and what she stands for among the Celtic pantheon. Something I found that was actually very interesting while researching this a little bit was that Something else that she is, I don't want to say attached to, but thrown together with is wells. So there would be little processions made to wells that would be decorated with all this green plants and vines and everything. And it basically showed that spring was imminent and it was coming and rebirth was happening. And it was all supposed to be really healing as well. From what I've been reading, along with being a celebration of the halfway point, it is also a celebration of self-care and self-healing. And really just getting in tune with the rhythm of nature, which would be why they would make the effigies out of things like oats. One of the... Current traditions of Imbolc is creating a cross out of reeds and straw. This is known as Bridget's Cross. It would be a square with long points coming off of each corner. And people like to put these at their altar with different foods, wines, candles, and different kinds of offerings for Bridget. And the crosses are actually created to ward off fire and evil. You can also use ribbon. Oh, that's fun. 
I have oh. actually not seen any ribbons uh, in any of the crosses that I have seen. During my studies, I did find a few different ways that people currently celebrate in bulk, such as making the Bridget Straw dolls. And that was just one of the ways that people would bring the magic of Bridget into their home. And the straw dolls are actually called Brijok. Along with that, of course, you can make the Bridget Cross. Another way to celebrate is with feasts and fire. Like I had previously said, in the traditional celebrations of Imbolc, people would light bonfires and they would have these huge festivals. Now, smaller covens tend to do things like having feasts together or lighting a bonfire. Another really easy way to celebrate is to spring clean your home. And this is something I usually do at the turn of each season. So winter into spring, spring into summer, and so on. I do prefer to do it as a way to remove any of the stale energy in my home. And of course, I do find that the best time to do that is winter into spring. Winter generally brings a lot of negative emotions um, with the longer nights and the shorter days. And for people, especially such as myself, who suffer from seasonal affective disorder or those who deal with depression, needing that energy revival and the resurgence of positive energy. That is a breath of fresh air that comes with spring cleaning your home. And then finally, another way that people celebrate in bulk is to visit a stream, river, or well. Traditionally, in bulk was a time for visiting holy water, a spring, or a well to both purify themselves as well as bringing fertility into their dreams. So it's a nice little way to wink at the history of Imbolc as well as celebrate in a positive way. Mm -hmm. 